Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Flames Fancast. We're recording on a warm and sunny Thursday night in Calgary, Alberta, just after the Flames got back on the ice after a long COVID layoff and uh, finished with a 6-4 win on Seattle. I think that's the first thing we're going to discuss tonight. And with me is Rick. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> Thanks for having me Rick back. is back. And of course, Jank. Our favorite guest. Uh, thank you, Tyler, for the terrible intro. You're welcome. You know what? I got to give you credit this time because why you have beer in your house. Where's my beer anyway? You know why you have beer in your house? Because you brought it. <laughs> Thanks again, Ty. Seattle <laughs> yeah. game. Good to uh, come back after the long layoff with a win. Um, for me, it was like probably like a 6.5 out of 10 performance. Good enough to get the win against the Seattle team who's not the best team in the league. But, you know, rustiness, a little bit of... We look tired sometimes. And uh, Markstrom, not the best. Um, letting in four goals on 20, 22 shots, something like that. Those are my takeaways. Yeah, I mean, I had lots of thoughts during the game. Actually, when I was grabbing my keys to come here and meet you guys, I was thinking about what I might talk about, and I thought to myself, well, good thing Johnny was good, and Lucic was actually good, and I thought Madge was good. So that was the thought I had. Got in the car, turned on the fan. It was Daryl's post game, and like I just caught him saying, and good thing Johnny and Lucic were good today. So, pardon me. It, uh, thoughts getting a little rambling here, but I don't know. It, it was great to get the win. Yeah. Like, I think, uh, four game losing streak before this game, right? Uh, you know, we were talking about in the last episode that, you know, these guys will probably want to come roaring back. They want to get that win again so they can just snap that losing skid. It almost probably felt like it didn't even feel like a losing skid at this point it's been so long it's been almost two two and a half weeks since they last yeah. played so i think maybe the mentality was okay fresh start forget about what happened uh get out there let's get this win but it was dicey in the back like it was a six and a half overall i i guess i agree but the defense was kind of like i i think it was mostly one line though really but i don't know i think to your first point I know teams are coming off this break and saying, well, we've won seven in a row, like Vancouver. You know, well, this is our chance to win eight. I think the same logic applies to the Flames is that we lost four. We need to snap the skid. Yeah. It just feels so different because you haven't played in such a long time. It almost feels like the, the midseason break and then you're kind of a return to play after that. But mm-hmm. Like, I bet the guys that uh, you think or we all think look shitty tonight are probably like sitting in their stall or were after the game thinking I played pretty shitty tonight. Like oh, I think for sure. people know sure. that, but for sure. Yeah. I don't know. You just like after that big fiasco and layoff, like you take the two points and you Absolutely. just yeah. build on it. And maybe we were fortunate to play a team like Seattle to kind of come back into the groove of things yeah. because honestly, like I think a team with maybe a couple more skilled guys against us, maybe even take a point from us, maybe even two, but it doesn't matter really at this point. We got the win, which is obviously important. I'd loved Johnny today. That was kind of vintage him. That second goal that he had was just beautiful. I, I mean, 
it doesn't get more perfect than that. Any anything else would have been off the post and and whatever. Like it was such a perfect shot, and he had really good vision that game too. Like setting up on Kachuk's play there, it. I don't think that was as simple as it looked. Like he just made it look simple, but just being able to have that awareness to make that pass right away on what was basically a bounce off the defender or whatever was, you know, those are the things that like make Johnny that elite player in my mind. He just it's almost like he's seeing time ahead of it. He's like, I already made the decision before I even get the puck. I think that separates your elite players with your very good players. That's kind of how I see it. But as long as he continues to be consistent like this, like absolutely no complaints on my side. But I think Johnny's one of the few players that look like he didn't like skip a beat, right? And totally. Johnny like the most on that list, but Manch was pretty good too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. No, no Olympic news hangover for him or anything like that. Not that it doesn't impact any of the other players. I was thinking about that during the game, you know? Like, guys like Kachuk, I could see getting pretty disappointed about not being able to. You know, he's really hoping to, I know. Wanted to play with his brother on that team, so. For sure. And he just seems like he's a little bit more emotional or less in control of his emotions, so I could see that that, you know, maybe bothering him. But, you know, he looked fine. Did you, uh... I felt I noticed this. Maybe I made too much of it, but do you know that Gio, or did you realize see that Gio and Manji kind of got into it after a few plays after the whistle? Like, Gio I got into it with a few guys. Yeah, like I, I think a part of me feels, and again, maybe I'm building up my head, but almost after every goal, it's almost like everybody kind of just stared at the benches. After, like, they kind of just did this, like, hands in the air and like stared at the bench. Like, I kind of wonder if, because uh, Gio's obviously probably really good friends with all these guys, right? I wonder if there was some smack talking before the game just to think, rile up the I, I competitiveness. I think these games, you're just a little, there's just a little extra juice. For sure. They're definitely G'd up out there. They're ready to go. Oh, for sure. And it's just, you know, after the game, it's all fun and games. But when they're out there, you know, you're, you're not friends. All, all bets yeah, are off all in bets the game, are off. for sure. For sure. And you could see that. I, I like you remarked about Gio's first celebration. Literally turned like he looked at our bench. And, <laughs> there it is, boys. How do you like that? And I mean, then, I like yeah, that. we get a bit of that back. But... I love that shit, to be honest. Like, I love it when it happens. Obviously, in with our my favor. team, yeah. doing it. I don't like it being done to me. Obviously, I mean, yeah. this is a biased podcast, so <laughs> we're not. We a haven't said it podcast. already. We can say it now. Seattle can go fuck themselves. But like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of Seattle? That's the first they suck. They, they are awful. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're they're getting missing a couple guys like Jaden Schwartz, probably they're. If... Jaden Schwartz isn't going to save this team. Yeah, I don't know. They, they Gru- look Grubauer like... had to be better. Yeah. And he's, whoever this clown was, they had a net tonight that made 34 Dre- out of... Drieger? Or 36 saves on 42 shots or whatever. his name. I'm terrible at that. Uh, like, you could tell on that very first play, he came out against Anderson and cheated super hard, made the save. Yeah. But Johnny's goal, you know, he's way out and... He's out to lunch, you know. As they say in the hockey world, his jockstrap was somewhere around the post. And <laughs> I don't know needle. actually how How's Johnny Johnny actually got his shot on that goal past the the D man because Johnny had like no angle. He was way out there, and D man came square to him. Like mm-hmm. guys, it kind of went like kind of down by his his left knee and yeah. he had his hand back. That's like good point. Was, I don't know if he's looking there, he gets lucky there, but like when you look at that in the replay, it's like, fuck, I don't even know. And maybe the goalie, because I don't know, in the, when you see the goalie in the replay, he's nowhere to be seen, right? Yeah. It's like he gave up on the play, and I don't know if he just looked out and saw his D-man. That's <laughs> he's not like, getting there. He's thinking Zadorov is shooting that, so he's cheating on the shot. 
Yeah, but to be that out of the play when the puck went in looked just foolish. That was, yeah, he was out to launch Hence for sure. And why Seattle has had, I think, this kind of calamity of errors all season. Not This is the first Seattle game I've watched, but I've heard, and you look at the stats for their goaltending, it's abysmal. Yeah. And yeah. you had Grubauer, who was supposed to be, you know, he came from the abs, and he was he's a good goalie. Uh, he was supposed to be their guy. He's nowhere in sight for the return to play. I don't know if he's in. No, he was on the bench, so. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's grim. Yeah, I mean, they played last night, so... Yeah, I guess the not Flyers are... Not that Markstrom really had a howler. He didn't have a howler tonight, but it, again, it wasn't great. No, I mean, early you saw him, like, pucks hitting his glove and falling out, yeah. right? Like, he's not... Even Sutter was saying in his press conference, he's like, goalie, that's probably the hardest position to come back from because there's Completely. no way that you can really emulate gameplay from a goalie perspective. I did notice that, too. I felt like he was fighting the puck quite a bit. Early on, yeah. well, especially early. And, you know, like, you look at the goals and you honestly can't really blame them on a lot, but it was just there wasn't a real sense of confidence back there. Yeah. So, you know, maybe that, you know, weighs into how the, the team plays in front of them too. We've talked about confidence throughout the team. So, you know, we know how big it is. Any, I don't know. Well, speaking um, of, um, so, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Any emotions or thoughts on... Playing Geo and seeing him again in a different uniform, <laughs> or are we are we past? You that? know what i I don't know if I'm just not sentimental. Like maybe if it was Jerome, I'd feel a little different. But I was so indifferent to Geo over there, and I don't know. I wouldn't say indifferent. I mean, perhaps it signaled a direction that I thought the club would take that we didn't. In that, this would be the chance to rebuild, and there might be some serious off season moves. Uh, there were basically none, aside from the signing of Coleman and then a few other uh, fringe pickups. But, yeah, it just didn't really, there was no sentimentality to it. You know, if you believe everything you hear, it's not for a lack of trying on, on the part of Tree Living, right? He, I think he was trying to shake up the team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody probably was asking for the guys that he didn't want to give up or something. Yeah. Yeah, and you know that also on that uh, and Johnny's performance tonight, looking at his contract being a UFA at the end of the year, if he does go, I think we're in deep trouble replacing that kind of skilled forward because you just watch him play. I, I, you know, I'm, I've been on air and very critical of Johnny at times, but he's, he's our best forward far and away, and there's no one that can replace him even in, in, any, in any way or leap or form on this team so far. Maybe Mangiapane if he suddenly breaks out like crazy, but we could be in a bit of trouble offensively if we don't yeah, A, that... sign him or replace him. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. And no. I, I don't know if there's any player down in the AHL like our prospects. Like Zeri, I think, has some playmaking in him, but he's not Johnny. Peliche is like lighting up the A, which is awesome, but I don't know if that translates that same game at the NHL level. and. I mean, Johnny, like, you're right. We've talked about Johnny, and, like, the idea with Johnny is if he's off, they don't have a chance. And thank God he was on tonight, right? If yeah. he wasn't, then that was probably, we were going to lose that game, probably. So speaking of our AHL team, saw a cool stat before the game started on Dustin Wolf, 14 wins and two overtime losses. Like, he's absolutely crushing it in the A. Team's pretty good this year. 
Um, and their our top uh, our top three scorers, Pelche with 27 points in 23 games, Godin 24 and 21, and Phillips with 21 and 20. So. And who's number four? Number four is Rizika. Yeah, I asked you on purpose. I'd yeah. like to talk about Rizika. Yeah, we can get there. Let's do it. Let's do it because I mean, honestly, like it is going to become a conversation pretty quick here. Like, what are we going to do with Johnny? And who's going to come? Like, I'm not saying one of these guys needs to step in, obviously, but it's more of like a someone's going to have to bandit it for now until you either figure out a a trade, which is not a popular opinion. I know that, or B, you do end up resigning him. I, I think he signs elsewhere as a free agent. I, I think so too, but that's it's a problem for down the road. It's not a problem for this season, but it is a problem down the road. Uh, I'm not looking forward to addressing. But before we get to Rizika and other players, anything else about the Seattle game? I know you wanted to talk about Goodbranson. Well, I didn't really have to. I was just mentioning that. Yeah, we don't have to talk about things. You're right. This is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good Branson wasn't really high on the list. I just like I didn't. Th- I think in in the last five games or so, so the four and before this were losses. He's just kind of not looked like the same player that he started. He started like lights out, and he was productive, and he's making good plays. And now there's just some suspects things that have entered into his game. So hopefully he can just clean that up. And that's I'm but good we haven't that. seen stone. Yeah. Uh, you, we much. know that we know that Sutter likes stone. Yeah. We've so, seen him a couple times. Yeah. It's kind of useless. This whole idea that I got to bring him in just because he's sitting there for a long time. I mean, maybe he's right, but I don't know if it's, you know, who did he take out the last? It's usually like Zadora for, Dorov had some timeout, Valimaki timeout. Valimaki yeah, Valimaki. Too, yeah. It he's, was, he's like, he they, was a culprit for sure. They sent him down, right? Like, they haven't even called him back up, I don't think. Yeah. He's, or am I wrong about no, that? No, he's down he's there. Down. He's played six games, six assists. So, plus five. Decent. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good. He needs to play lots and get his confidence back. Yeah. And, like, I think Sutter was saying uh, before the game, too, that he kind of hates this taxi squad thing because you know, it does take away from the development side of things. If you have this one player kind of just hanging out, sitting down, because it's just less games to play. Um, they obviously don't really have much of a choice right now, um, given the protocols, but uh, it'd be, it's good to see Val Mackey actually getting some game time and, like, getting points on, on the board. So hopefully he turns it around, because he's someone that we should be you know, looking at and be like, dude, you need to be like a top four guy. You are a top four guy. You just need to fucking get it together and, and get those games under your belt. But, you know, he might not. And the only reason why I say that is because uh, unless he like really like in, improves his foot speed dramatically, I think he hopefully can. But that's the thing that like, you know, there's that play that D men make where they're, skating backwards and the forwards come up on him chips it in they have to make that pivot and get yeah. skating and like he when he does it he like sacrifices like half a step and then that forward like he like destroys him or he takes him out like for sure he's just got to get better at skating and maybe that's a maturity yeah i don't know if i don't know if he ever will because he had that acl injury and i can tell you from experience on an acl injury pivoting like that is the last thing you really want to be doing you're not you're not really fun. You're not really fond of that move. So I can understand why he's a bit slower there. 
will it get better maybe over time, but he's never going to be what he was at that pivot. Yeah, it's interesting, so, actually, about the ACL and that pivot. Yeah. I, but, you know, to that point, I think you, that kind of thing can be mitigated by other aspects of your game, whereas you're, you know, they're looking at Valimaki for more of that, that distribution, that uh, offensive edge, that playmaking ability. I think if you're smart about it and you know that, oh, I'm really shitty at pivoting, we're going to call it the pivot, if that's what we're going to call it, he can, he can find a way around that. But, you know, that, that interview he gave in Finland just doesn't sit well with me, right? You know, you're angry about not being in the team. I just wonder if the attitude, the determination, the motivation. The, the attitude determines the determination, basically. <laughs> That you're the, saying the mental <laughs> aspects of his game, perhaps. I mean, he's young too. Aren't like, as sharp let's not as forget I'd like that. Them to be. Like, look, man. Like, emotions get the best of all of us. Like, he was probably before Sutter came. He was heralded as this up and coming defender for us, right? And now, like, he's being treated like it's like, no, you, you're not good enough right now. Like, you need to go and cook a bit in the AHL. I bet you that, like. There's probably an ego thing that comes in, and he's young, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like, hang on, I was a, I was a starter for this team all last season. Like, what what's going on, right?" So, I think he's done two things wrong. One, he's played bad, and then two, <laughs> that, that is that is a big thing wrong. And yeah. two, he said what he said in that radio interview. But yeah. the question is, okay, so what's what's the future look like for him? It's probably still fine, but he's just got to, you know, he, he he's the guy who's got to right the ship right it's all on him and i think he can do it there's a lot of things that we don't know too but as we can see from these little snippets into it i think that's exactly where we're at with valamaki but i wanted to talk to your point about taxi squad and we're increasing the side of the squad sutter's not a fan of that but you do see daryl continually juggling lines two to four and we saw that again tonight with dubé playing in center Mangiapane. And was it Lucic on that line? Yep. It was Lucic, Manji, and, and Dubé. What do you think? I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a fan of Lucic. Like, I like, I like his play. I, I think he's more useful on a line with Dubé and Manji because, number one, he's a threat physically. So no one's going to fuck around with those two players. And if they do, they're, they're going to have to answer. So I kind of like that aspect of it. And... Honestly, he gives them room. For, he, he's the guy that's going to park his ass in front of the net too, right? And, you know, if you have those two fast guys working the boards, working the puck, and you have him in the middle, like, I like it, frankly. Yeah, I mean, you've got, like, two-thirds that I think is pretty, like, legit quality in the sense that Lucic is a good player, and he's done it for many, many years, right? And Manjipani's, like, stepping up. So the, the third guy is Dubé, and... I think, you know, he's just, he's shown signs of it. I think we've talked about it, but. He had a decent game tonight, I think. Not bad. I think he just needs to get a little bit of that confidence, man. We we always talk about it, but I just think he's lacked it. A bounce or two. Yeah. Bit of puck luck. He's a bit of that, yeah. I mean, he's kind of an, he's a bit of a target for, I think, for some fans because, again, we know what he's capable of, but he's just kind of, it's not there yet this season it seems like last season he was he was clutch in some games right this year for some reason he hasn't been able to get on this he will it's just a matter of time but it's um, 
I think right now, you know, it's Sutter just trying to find some consistent secondary scoring. And, you know, like both Monaghan and, and Backlund, they just haven't, like, delivered. Yeah. And they're, they're both given, you know, the, the players. Monaghan's kind of been stuck on the bottom six for a while, but he's had his opportunities to try to center, like, Coleman and, you know, Mange and, and Backlund the same. And they both, I don't know, I, those two guys, particularly since they since they're centermen, like they worry me when they don't play well. And you know, Monaghan we've talked about forever. Um, and Backlund is just my problem with Backlund is like the volatility, like his his good games versus his bad, and that that gap is too much sometimes. I find. Mm-hmm. I think you know I'm prob- we always look at these guys through a lens that no one else does, but like you're probably like a little obviously hard on the guy and Backlund probably does things defensively that I won't don't give him credit for but yeah you know when I see him pl- kill plays like when the puck dies on a stick in the offensive zone and it's just like consistently through a game it's like just you know shake it off you know do it right the next shift and I don't know anyways like I, I mean but the thing about Monaghan for me at least is that this this like downfall in his career to me has just been no good it's awful he's minus 10 this year by the way which is the worst on the team so not only is he not playing well he's also a detriment on the ice by that stat and that said want to talk about trouble pivoting i mean well yeah <laughs> i mean he's not pivoting at all that's the problem he's he refuses to pivot right at least valamaki tries to pivot he might be half a step but I mean, the guy's got 14 points this year, and how many of those are on the power play with Johnny? I'd, I'd be willing to wager 30 40% of that. So it just, I don't know, man. Like, I hate on Monaghan a lot, and it's probably unfair, but... Not. I mean, it's a broken record, so we could probably talk about it all show, every show, but... Yeah, but minus 10 is exceptional. No, he's just, he's just the, like... Just too many injuries just piling up, and every season it's I was playing with this and that and this hip and this finger and yada, 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 and it's, he can't do it anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's not scoring. He's not scoring on the power play. He, uh, he's got probably no confidence, and, you know, like, re- I, I brought up Rzichka earlier, and he might be that second-line center. Like that, that's what, you know, I kind of setting up Monaghan and, and Backlund with that, you know, basically because I think that he has the potential to be that second line mm-hmm. center. I think that he shows that he can slow down the game offensively, mm-hmm. you know, which is something that Monaghan can't do. Mm-hmm. He used to be able to do it when he was scoring goals, he'd be able to slow down the goalie or yeah. whatever. So yeah, it looks exactly. like, but he just, he doesn't have that, but I think Rosicka has that potential to actually be that guy so they actually uh started playing one shift in that last game before it all in that boston game and i was like fuck yeah because i was thinking i wanted to see that but you know he wasn't playing today and you know you look at like pitlick and richardson and lewis and you're like this is when you start you know uttering you know you know 10 games ago you're like fuck these guys are awesome where have they been all of our lives and now you know you're kind of like getting into it a little bit and you're like these guys seem like less <laughs> consequential. Let's just like play Ruzichka, right? Yeah. But exactly. I don't know. Sutter doesn't obviously things that way. And by the way, Monahan has nine power play points out of his 14. Yeah. That's so a, it's that's a bunch. So it's that's a lot more than, than I expected. 
Well, that's what you get for being on the first power play. Well, just it just again a testament to Johnny, right? Really. Um, but you're yeah, being a little think... uncomfortable there. What, what do you What do you want to talk about? Oh, I just was happy to discuss the Rizichka. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm just watching you too much. I just didn't remember his last shift against Boston like you like you did, Rick. I'm sorry, but <laughs> I, tell us about it. Can you give us a play by play of the shift? Yeah, I was like, they were down, what, 4-2 so in that game? He comes over the boards. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I just remember seeing them on the ice together. I don't even know if they generated anything, but it was, it was, a, good, it was a nice sight to see. I think, uh, I think to your point is that if I have to make a broad sweeping conclusion on this, we do kind of struggle to firmly establish players from the A to the NHL for us. And they do like, okay, who was that guy that was now on Pittsburgh and was our first, was our prospect at center forever. And then moved up and down, up and down, up and down and never made it. And we traded him. Jankowski. Jan- I, yeah. I forgot yeah. his name. Jankowski is a prime example of that. A guy who could have been developed differently. Bennett. Um, you know, Johnny just came through and put his mark on the team and was immediately the first line guy because that's, this team was crying out for a player like that. And he took his opportunity and he did extremely well with it. But other than that, you know, we've had picks like Monaghan and, and Kachuk who've been good players. But again, you look at Valimaki's development, not the greatest from any perspective. And, you know, I don't, I think Flames fans can all agree that we, we don't really want it to be like this. I, I worry about how we're going to develop a guy like Grzyzka. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, they've been seasoning. You know, he was drafted quite a few years ago now. But how, like much, probably, how much seasoning is too much? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, now you've got guys like Richardson and Pitlick and, you know, guys like that that are just taking a roster spot, right? Yep. It's not that they're necessarily ahead of them because... But they, they just... Yeah, I mean, they just have, like, experience, right? Like, and these are guys who've won Stanley Cups, too. Like, they obviously play the game properly. Enough for Sutter to trust, and he, they probably do, but it's not very exciting. They pr- played with Sutter before sometime. Yeah. I mean, Richardson but. Lewis, I think, yeah. So, But, I mean, it's that age-old debate, youth or experience, and those ro- there's only 12 spots in any given game, and that's blocking a path for a young player, that's for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, I, if, I guess if the prize at the end of the day is a Stanley Cup, I'll take it. Well, if you're losing Johnny at the end of this year, this is probably your one chance for a while. Yeah, I'm pretty confident we're losing Johnny at the end of this year. So that's why you're so like down tonight, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just, he he saw Johnny in like the limelight again, that, and that he's like, "We're gonna lose this guy. We're gonna lose this guy." Long time. I don't know, man. Like. <sighs> I mean, Johnny's not playing like he wants to leave. He's playing fucking lights out. I'm mean, playing I mean, like he's a guy with six months left on his contract I who mean, wants a big payday in yeah, July first. He was gonna, he was gonna get it regardless, right? But he's just trying to, you know. Was he? he yeah, he was gonna get something. Like he, you know, you don't even if he had a bad year this year. I guess he'd follow up what a poor year last year, and his stock might drop a little, but. You know, I think that he's just playing like Johnny. He, I, I, he likes to play. And I heard his camp was kind of bantering around the 9, 9.5 range. And then the Flames were like, oh, listen, Johnny, let's do 7.5. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think so. Dude, like, you should give Johnny 9.5 and I think, sleep. I think he's the way he's playing right now, it's looking like a 10. Like, 
you know, uh, this this could be a five year, eight year, ten million contract for Johnny. You could probably like pay Johnny like some percentage in like crypto, right? <laughs> we're not <laughs> we're not going to pay him that, but someone else is. Or Skittles, yeah. even. Well, we'll just get a. Oh God, like Crypto.com is like everywhere these days. Like we can get Crypto.com to bring in our arena or something and pay them in Bitcoin. So there's a rumor going around about the Flames perhaps uh, making a deal to bring back Giordano. I mean, I hadn't heard that, and I don't like it. Yeah, it's 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 it was in. Uh, I I think it was in Eric Francis's three bold predictions for the Flames. One was that there will be an arena deal. I didn't realize it was Eric Francis. I thought it was just something you saw off Twitter. No, it was Eric. It was Francis. Eric oh, Francis. Okay. That is well. the exact article. I think three bold. So okay. is he a UFA after this year? Yeah, Gio is. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like you, if you got him at the trade deadline, then what? There's like a third of his annual that you're on the calf. So you can I mean, probably fit I mean, it we're in. We're probably giving up a high pick, and then Seattle's probably going to retain salary. I feel like that would be part of the deal. Maybe, but if it's if it's you know his last year at the trade deadline, there's not a lot of salary. I don't know. That, like I, it's it, just a couple million bucks probably at yeah, that point. Yeah. And I mean, the retaining of salary probably isn't a huge deal at that point. Yeah, but definitely not for, for first for Gio. No, zero chance. Zero chance. No. I didn't uh, say a first. I said a high pick. Yeah, I mean, maybe well, it's a first. <laughs> well, second pick's not a high pick. Or it's, I think the price might just be too high for us, but... No, I, I don't think you... Look, if you're going to make the playoffs, the Flames don't necessarily need def- defense. And even though today it looked like maybe they could have used a, someone a little bit more established, but... By and large, I'm going for offense. We need, we need someone else that can score, right? I, I mean, just throwing it out there, but like I think Phil Forsberg's contract's done this year. I think Hurdle's done this year. Wasn't there a rumor yeah, about him? Like, uh, yeah. Even uh, I think it was another national player, actually, that's uh, kind of ending this year, too. But there's a few guys out there that we can go for. I'd rather go for those guys that can actually score at offense than bring in. And look, I love Gio, but he's a he's he's kind of done, man. Like he's, you know what I mean. Like it's not he's not gonna be the difference maker between us winning the cup and not. That's, I guess the question is on Gio is like which guys on the Flames currently would you rather play Gio? Or you know what I mean, right? Good Branson. Yeah, you'd rather Dora. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Hanfin. No, I depends. So on the you're price. basically saying that he's still like top Hanfin on the Flames. Gio's a better player than Hannafin still. Why, why do you hate Hannafin so much? Hannafin is just ho-hum. This, this has been a thing with you for two years. Like, well, I mean, Gio is, you know, a couple years removed from a Norris, right? He's not a bad player. He's not I'm, a bad player. Yeah, He's but if player. you're if you're going to make your one trade. This, this question was, who, if you saw Gio in the lineup, where would he play? He'd be... He'd be, he's a better player than Anderson. Yeah, right? I better, guess he's, well, he's or not probably, Anderson. He's Hannafin, better than sorry. Sidorov, fine. But like, the, those are different roles. And there's also all kinds of, like, I'm just thinking dynamics. And maybe it'd be fine if you bring him back, but maybe it wouldn't be, right? Yeah. So. I don't think the dynamics with a player like Gio is a problem. But maybe you're right. But I mean, I just, I just don't like paying the price for him. But he's, he's still a good player. Yeah, I mean, there is. Yeah, he obviously has a history with the team, and there was some shit that went down last year. And I don't know if it was Geo, but maybe it was. And I mean, let's think he, here for a second. He's the captain, he, right? Uh, uh, he's the captain of Seattle. And I mean, if you're your first year franchise, you trade away your captain. I don't know if that's a good look. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I they they see him as a UFA, and they don't really want to keep. I don't know if you if he's just gonna leave on 
them, they might as well try to get an asset for, for him. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, maybe it looks bad trading away your captain, even if you lose him at free agency, you can kind of take the high road on that one. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, it's captain, but it's, you know, year one of a franchise. That's exactly why it might be a bad look. It's like no one's really going to care. You know, in two years, you won't even think about it. <laughs> you're right, you're right, but I mean, a lot of things are short-term. So. Those, those hardcore Kraken fans, though, they, they're going to never forgive the club. Yeah, but I would agree with your point about going for a forward. I'd, yeah, I'd much uh, that's a no-brainer that. to me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You look at that Flames team, and again, if Johnny's not going, then who knows what happens. Yeah. Man, just trying, but who's yeah, he out I, there with? He's not out there with Ruzicka. Well, he was once <laughs> at last shift of the Boston game. I mean, like, at what point do you even start bringing up, not just Ruzicka, but you bring up, um, you know, Godden again, or, you know, right? Like, Glenn. These guys are, they're, and even Pelche, right? Like, I know oh, that's I mean, his, I'd l- yeah. But he's, he's, I mean, what is he, like, 20 years old? Like, it's not like he can, he can get his shot at it. Like, just give him some tries, right? Yeah, I mean, the kids these days, and he's one of the ones that seems like he's, like, just ready to play, right? Yeah, I mean, he's lighting it up. You have to reward him for that, too. That, he, that's always been a bit of a gripe of mine. I feel like sometimes we don't reward players on this team, but... Can see Sutter doing that, like Mangiapane not getting first line power play minutes. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's one of those things. I think it just works, right? So they just they don't want to touch it. He's scoring. He's got what seventeen I fucking still feel goals bad or some for the shit. Guy. He deserves more. You know, the guy that needs to come off that first PP is Monaghan, but they completely they want him to get points too, so that they can trade him. Like, <laughs> no, there's no, there's no way. There's no, no team in the NHL is taking that garbage from us, man. <laughs> no, there's no way. That's harsh. Yeah, I should no. have that like because of his contract. We're, we we could dump him to Arizona, maybe. Yeah, yeah no one could. wants him for six. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, what's gonna happen when he has to sign a new contract, man? Is He's anyone gonna sign league minimum somewhere else or two million somewhere else? Wouldn't be league minimum. Maybe no. Yeah, two, I'm yeah. being. Yeah, I'm being ridiculous. <laughs> That's a little harsh. But let's face it. Yeah. I don't know. Does he play like a league minimum player? I guess he won a couple <laughs> faceoffs tonight. So we, we were good on faceoffs tonight. The we, whole team was. You know, there yeah. was that one where we. The ref dropped the puck, and then he dropped it again. And he's like, no, that's not fair because Calgary's <laughs> won it twice. And then he dropped it a third time, and we won it again. I was oh, like, fuck you, drove man. me crazy. And Backland was like, Kelly Rudy was like, well, the Seattle player didn't have a stick on the ice. And he looked at the ref. He's like, you dropped the puck. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. Not do anything for the faceoff? I feel like it's a little power trip by linesmen Like, if you don't have your stick on the shit. ice as a centerman, that's your fault. Wake the fuck up. You're playing a hockey game. You're taking a faceoff. What else are you doing? Like, I don't know. That's just absurd, but. Can we do a quick poll here? Kelly Rudy, buy or sell? Sell. I was big on Kelly Rudy years ago, but he's diminished in my eyes. I'm hard sell, man. How hard is it to get some, like, get, an, get another X player? Because X players usually, <laughs> like, know the game pretty good. Yeah. I thought you were going to say one of us. Kelly, Kelly Rudy's a little. No. Yeah, I know. No, I think there. it might be time to put him out to pasture. Well, right? he's such a homer, man. Yeah. Like, I just can't handle that. And, you know, today, like, for the last, like, half of the game, they're like, oh, the Flames did dominate. I can't believe they're not winning this game. You know, like, they kept on going on about how it's like, fuck, 
stop talking about that. Yeah. The game still has to be played. Absolutely. It was like three, 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 two at the time. It's like, yeah. stop talking about how the flames are dominating so much. That's so dumb. If we were man. dominating so much, why are we getting scored on 10 seconds after we score? Like we're not, we're yeah, not playing we well, what? Kelly. Cause if this game has said anything to me in the fact that we got scored on 10 seconds into the period. And then immediately after scoring is that we really lack mental focus. I mean, we were just off that way. We were not sharp today. But Sutter, Sutter is going to be pissed about that for sure. Absolutely. Sutter will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> if there's any guy that's going to fix it, Praise it's Sutter. Daryl. Yeah, yeah. He's a culture guy, man. And you he, don't want to know how he'll fix it, but he'll fix it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, don't want to know. I, I kind of want to know, but... You don't want to know what's I don't on my farm and Viking. You, you guys watched Yellowstone? I haven't. I have not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never I, mind that. I've been, I've been told... I mean, like, it's why am I missing it's pretty out on good? It? Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's outstanding. I'm just shocked that both of you haven't seen it here. Really. I haven't seen Kevin Costner since his Waterworld days. That's a long time ago. And that's a really bad movie. Are we whole? Are we going into a Kevin Costner deep dive right now? <laughs> no, we better not. I mean, because let's you talk. Could. Let's talk about um, the arena deal and the arena fiasco and all the shit going on with that. In my opinion, not another distraction that the Flames need. Um, it should have been sorted. And, you know, there's blame on both sides uh, in my estimation. But it just sucks from a hockey perspective to have another thing that you have to worry about hanging over the team a little bit. I don't know how much it really affects the players, but it's just something that is attached to the club. And there's that dynamic with the fans that it doesn't build any rapport or trust. That's what I don't like about it. I mean, the Saddledome is the oldest or one of the oldest barns in the, in the league, and yeah. it's kind of bad for a number of reasons. Like <laughs> bathrooms are way up there, but you know, other so shit too. I was too. just gonna bathrooms say, bathrooms are the worst. <laughs> I'm just gonna like, say, I mean, <laughs> but I don't know. Like the the arena, the city, you know, the ownership group. Well, I think the Marriott day one of her mayoral can whatever her tenure she, yeah her tenure <laughs> she she you know claimed a crisis or climate, yeah. climate emergency climate emergency one, right? yep and you know like the whole ownership of the flames is made up of oil and gas owners right so it's just like <laughs> so you know like in the main owner for the flames and guy who seems to do most of the talking these days is Murray Edwards. And I don't think Murray Edwards, does he do it? They have a spokesman. Yeah, but he's essentially directing the message. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he's not yeah. actually saying it. It's that other guy that they picked. I, I didn't know. If, I, I, everyone feels like Murray Edwards is the puppet master, but they send out some other. Well, he's the money. Could be the, I, just, yeah. I, mean, I just assumed that was the case. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, he's the new like Ken King, but not Ken King. Yeah, but no, no who was it? Replace. Was it like Harley Hotchkiss like before, who was like the main guy? Yeah, it was. Because Ken King was like the CEO, right? He kind of yeah, ran he the was business. The, he was the voice of ownership as well. Yeah, he spoke for them, and Murray Edwards didn't say shit ever. We, yeah, most fans didn't even know about Murray Edwards until Ken King died. I think I'd, I'd say that is a is a, a reasonable estimation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think he's just trying to, you know, like he probably read that book, Art of a Deal, and he's using like, <laughs> he's using some of those tactics on the young mare and posturing a little bit. And 
I, both sides I don't are trying it. to win hearts and minds on social media. It's so fucking dumb, right? I, I don't doubt build it. a rink. I don't care who who pays what. Just get it done. Yeah, it's I, you know, for me, I was really sad because the bathroom situation for me is just fucking brutal. Like, I hate going into the games waiting for like fucking twenty minutes. To like, just I'm on the brink, man. Like, I hate that. But I think like it's it totally is this posturing thing, and like. It's not like we've never seen situations where stadiums are being built and their costs are going up beyond their projection. Not, not one building ever has ever stayed in budget. So this shouldn't have been a surprise. So why they're making a big deal out of this is probably because there's a bit of that climate angle for sure. I bet you, yeah, Flames ownership, oil and gas, they're like, we got to stick it to her a little bit here. On the same time, yeah, okay, maybe it's some posturing, but who really wins that? Really, I mean, look, a stadium, by and large, historically does not make money unless you're in a big city. So this is why owners don't buy or they don't pay for it, especially in cities like Calgary. They're going to be like, well, it doesn't make money, so I don't want to do it. But if you build one in like fucking New York or, you know, Texas, whatever, big cities, like they'll, they'll build those all day. I know that they do the taxing, whatever. I get it. But the long short of it is, I don't think these guys really want to do it. I think they just feel forced to. They're number two oldest in the, in the league. I think Madison Square Garden is the oldest one, right? So, I don't know. I'm at a point where I'm just like, it's just disappointing because I agree with Tyler. More than anything, it is a fucking distraction. It's like the last thing I want, like, any player, not that they probably think about it, but any player, like, the pun that's asking Sutter about it, like, it's a fucking waste of time, Right. You just don't want to create that rift between fans and team. Yeah, and I think this does yeah. it because it's a polarizing, it's a polarizing issue, and it does it's 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 doesn't look good for anybody. No, and that's just bad. And I wish this this shit was just kind of sorted behind closed doors, and you know they started building next month, but no, and they both went public right. Yeah, away. fucking stupid. Yeah, Twitter is the worst. Twitter is the worst. And the best, but the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's like everything these days. It turned political, too, or it almost completely. is, right? It's like completely some proxy war on politics. Just what? fuck. Yeah. You, just see, you just see the comments in it, you're like, Jesus Christ. Like, wow, guys. Like, and everyone's an expert. Immediately. It's like, well, you know. It's like, guys, like, <laughs> it's not like the people that they hired haven't built a fucking, like, facility before. Like, they know what they're doing. Like, but. You know. Speaking of facilities, did you guys catch the name of the uh, Seattle barn? Climate Pledge Arena. That's so beautiful. What is the, what is the, what is the pledge? <laughs> I don't Climate, know, man. Climate Maybe pledge. there's like a scroll at the front. This and is you can so just... 2021. It's like Climate Pledge Arena. Nobody knows what the fucking pledge is. Like, <laughs> this is so... <laughs> we promised to do this. and What's the promise? We're not telling. The pledge yeah. is I'll pay you $5 million a, a year to you know, put this name on your rink, I think. Mm-hmm. Because it's Am- who's it was supposed to be Prime Arena, wasn't it? Wasn't like because Amazon's doing that. That's like an Amazon rebrand. Climate pr- pledge. Yeah, because Amazon was supposed to have the name rights, and then I think people were like going like, "Well, fuck you, you're Amazon." And then they're like, "Okay, we'll call it the Climate Pledge Arena." <laughs> I mean, it's because, smart. No, I'm serious because the Amazon logo is on their fucking helmet, and the climate pr- uh, on the ends of the boards, Climate Pledge Pledge Arena, right beside the Amazon logo. Like, I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be, like, the prime arena, but people are like, fuck you. You're rich, and I hate you. 
So climate pledge. Fuck, man. That's the only way to <laughs> appease like, the masses. <laughs> like people hate Amazon that much, yet they fucking have six parcels show up a day. For yeah. <laughs> With all that, all that bubble wrap. And all the like in the boxes that are way too big for the item. I, I couldn't get it anywhere else other than yeah. Amazon. Ah. I actually read a thing that it was like the way they fit into the delivery trucks. That's why like some of your boxes are massive for like the smallest item because of the way they fit into the truck. And I'm like, that's not climate pledge. That's fucking a waste. Like hundred percent. What do you mean the way they fit into the truck? Dude, they like Tetris, Tetris that shit, man. I'm not even kidding. You could Google it. They planned out. They plan it out. And the X, Y, and Z. And they got order. like fucking Terminator machines Why don't doing they the just math put in the back, in man. the smallest box possible. Wouldn't no, that save more dude, space? Don't, like, you don't, you're not Jeff Bezos. You're right. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'll shut up now. This sounds like a good plan. Tetris van. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Climate pl- Pledge Arena. Completely made out of plastic. I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to stop right now. What about the Olympics? No go? You think it phases any of our players very seriously? I mean, guys who could have played this time and not never again. Like Johnny, Kachuk, Lindholm, Backlund. I think they'd go for Sweden. Yeah, Markstrom too. Yeah, yeah, Markstrom, yeah. yeah I mean, it sucks for Manji everybody. Pani. Yeah, he was a long shot at best. But, but I think that carrot for him was good. Yeah, it's still good. He and played he good tonight. he took that opportunity. Yeah. I mean that yeah. I don't think you, a guy like Manch needs that like motivation really. I looked at some of the, you know, when it, they canceled it, they put out some of the projected lineups from Craig Button or whatever the fuck. And they had the <laughs> guy on Tampa Bay, Sorelli or fuck that. Mangiapane over that guy all day. This Tampa clown, he doesn't go. Mangiapane has way more goals than this guy is better player in my opinion. That's why but Button's on TV, Tampa not Bay, a GM of Tampa a club. Bay bias. Yeah. Not in a club anymore for a reason. I, think. I see him working the pickleball courts around. The <laughs> well, just in my neighborhood. Yeah, he's always out there. <laughs> Fucking high shorts. <laughs> yeah. Is he any good? I don't know. Like, I'd usually stop. I've got my son with me, and we watch for like pickleball is lame, man. Yeah. Maybe listen, maybe listen, to play Craig, is if you're okay. Listening, we're gonna yeah. challenge you to pickleball. I'm not sure. And if we him. win, you have to go in He's and edit kick your our Olympic roster predictions. He's going to kick our ass probably out there quite often. I think he's good. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he's also just out there on the scene a little bit. So it seems like it's, you know, a little bit of an underground thing, the pickleball. It's a seniors it's, thing. Dude, they're intense Swingers, about it, though. man. My mom got a pickleball <laughs> racket for Christmas. She's old, so they like it. Seniors like it. Yeah. They're, they get really intense about it. You don't have to move that much. The court is smaller, right? Kind of hit it, and you have to play doubles though. Singles is not. If you have you ever played singles pickleball? I have. You do move a bit more. It's there. not fun. You need doubles. It's kind of fun. Yeah, too much moving. Tennis is way better. Also, too much moving. <laughs> Tennis is. You fun, guys played ping pong. Yeah. <laughs> you know I play it, and you know I'm terrible at it, but I enjoy it anyway. It's fun. I tried to fit one in the living room. Remember. We were doing Looking the, at it now, we were doing measurements. No, we Did were you doing do the diagonal. No, we. Uh, I didn't do the diagonal. In here? Yeah. Uh, where the fuck would you fit a ping pong? Right, right you, in the middle. You would have to move the couch, but like really, you you, you move could... out everything. <laughs> I you wasn't going to move out everything. Eight hundred square foot condo. I know. Oh Jesus. Okay, Jank. Jank wants to talk to you about the giveaway he promised last episode. Oh yeah. 
so again, I fucked up. I bought a Christmas present and I got the AirPod non-pros, which I wasn't trying to get, but I feel like a geriatric on the Apple website. So I bought the wrong one. Instead of returning it, I decided to be a little bit generous and give it away. So the contest is going to be the uh, same as a couple years ago when we gave away a jersey. Uh, we'd like our users to let us know what their favorite episode was this year. Uh, send it to our email, flamesfatcast at gmail.com. Uh, what's also acceptable is your favorite moment of the Flames this year, and that includes the second half of last season. Um, so whoever puts in the most entertaining answer and tells us to go fuck ourselves and give me the fucking headphones, then we'll probably just give it to that person. So please enter in. I think last time we had about 40 entries, so uh, please feel free to do whatever you want, say whatever you want, I don't care. And we'll we'll pick somebody, and then we'll give it to them. We'll give it to the most. We'll give it to the most creative answer, for sure. Because the last person we gave it to didn't last have time, the yeah. last time we did a draw. It was it was a draw was out a of a hat, draw. and I felt like other people deserved that jersey more than the person that won. We could give one headphone to the top two. <laughs> yeah, that's just send one. Hey, that increases their chances of. <laughs> Uh, one last thing. My brother was trying to watch the fucking game today. Blacked out. He lives in Seattle. He lives That's in Bush Seattle, League, man. Dude, this blackout shit needs to fucking end. Like, it is the stupidest fucking thing ever. Money. I don't get... What, do you, what money, man? They make money. Buddy, I can Google and pirate the shit all day. Who gives a fuck? Like, can, they need to stop that. you're good with computers. Oh, come Not on. everyone can do that. Oh, please. But so what does it do? It forces people in Seattle to go to the go game to the if they game. want to get, watch no, it. No, yeah. they have to get the cable. Because you could have, like, let's say you live in... Um, but it used to you be you have to Seattle. go to the game. James' oh, yeah. brother is a Flames fan, so he's getting NHL Network to watch all the Flames. Right. He's but got because like, they're playing Seattle, it's on a local network. They don't have cable. He can't yeah, but watch it's fucking it. stupid. Why I does agree, he have to have I'm, cable? I'm just, I'm yeah. just explaining. I didn't say it yeah. was right. Fucking dumb. Yeah. I mean, fucking he's dumb. paying what? 200 bucks a year for it? Like, yeah, they should, should let him watch his Seattle games from Seattle. Absolutely. I, I feel like stupid. especially it should notice that you're a Flames fan, but they have deals with the local networks that they don't let that happen. So. Like the local networks that fuck the average person for like 120 bucks a month? That's right. And they have no other options but to go to that one fucking company? That's right. And then if that one company has fucking competition, they only change the prices by their packages by like 80 cents. Home run, Jank. Swing and a miss, more like. You got it. Fuck me. I, that pissed me off. Like, you'd think that, like, you have a streaming service and you would just allow someone to watch their fucking hockey games, but the fuck do I know, right? But anyway, need to get that off my chest because I find it deplorable that a huge Flames fan in Seattle can't fucking watch the game. In a pandemic, mind you, who can't really go to the game freely with his daughter, right? Makes no fucking sense. I agree. Okay. A hundred percent. I was waiting for you to defend the NHL on that one. Uh, no. I mean, I do want to talk about the NHL. No. My, you know, we talk about Kelly Rudy. My opinion of Gary Bettman. <laughs> I don't know why everybody hates him so much. Oh, God. Like, what did he do? He's just kind of a goofy, Rick is biting his goofy, tongue. smart guy. He gets booed everywhere he goes just because it's like popular to do that. But what did he do to deserve that? I think everyone boos the commissioner. I mean, he was the commissioner during a couple lockouts or strikes. Probably lockouts is what you yeah. want to call it. So that's never a good look. 
Um, I feel like the way he's grown the game has been superb. Yeah, I mean, I know people like to talk about that. So what are like some of the ways that you could say that he's grown the game? The expansions, Vegas, Seattle. Yeah, who in their right mind wouldn't look to expand to to good markets though? But like, it's kind of like. But I mean, how come someone had how to come do the it, NHL is the first big team to arrive in Vegas? Well, I think there is there is actually there's like legal reason for that, and like they basically opened it up, and there there is some reason. Someone was telling me, so I can't quote it or anything, but there's a reason why there's been no pro sports teams in Vegas up until now. Yeah. That's fair, but I just didn't know what he did, other than he's just kind of an okay. Well, he's just kind of an unlikable guy. Okay, I'll be he that, that guy. I'll that, be that guy. Definitely he has that look. Gary Bettman you, voice. No, he just uh, does that like head Monahan. shake all the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you do it? I believe in you, Rick. No, I don't think I can. What? You got a little bit. Not just, under the gun. Just hold your nose. <laughs> And the Stanley Cup champions. Tampa no, you gotta, hang on, hang on, hang on. You got to like do that like head flinch that he does you know all the time. Dude, like, that's you know like probably early Parkinson's or something. Like, I don't <laughs> no, know if now you really I feel like a piece there. of shit. No, no. But he was doing that for years. He was always kind of doing that. Maybe it's I a know. tick. I don't know. It's probably a tick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay. If you're a Quebec Nordiques fan, you hate him. Was he right? commissioner when they left? No. That's way too long. Wow, ago. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Who else moves around when he... So... I think the league has just expanded. Maybe you're so right, done, actually. Actually... But that was when? Sorry, like, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. No, that sure. was all, Winnipeg like, that was sure. all mid-90s, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was... I think, I think he was commissioner when Winnipeg. I Quebec, think so. Qu- Quebec went to Colorado. Yeah. That would have been... Uh, Winnipeg went to... Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, no. Who went... No. Winnipeg went to Phoenix. Sorry, Phoenix. That's right. That's Atlanta right. was... Went uh, back to Winnipeg. The old Thrashers yeah. are now the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what it was. Danny was... Heatley and Ely Kovalchuk coming out. Atlanta was like a expansion franchise? Mm-mm-mm. Maybe. Or were they the relocated Jets? No. Well, from where? The Jets went to Phoenix. Okay, yeah. Atlanta was a expansion, I think. So that's a black mark on Petman. Yeah, so he, sure, he, but I mean... He was commissioner since 93, by the way. What are these... Then he was Quebec. What, he was? If he's commissioner since 93. I guess it's just been him since forever, and we just... But when I just don't Quebec understand happened? why he gets booed. I guess. Well, I mean, that's just, that's going to happen now. What kind of gripe do Flames fans have against Gary Batman? Well, I don't know. Or Oilers fans, or Rangers 95. fans, or Jersey's fans. 95, take it back. Hey, I was I right about that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I totally fluked out, by the way. But yeah, uh, so Quebec, Winnipeg, both hate him. Winnipeg, probably not so much anymore. Right. He gets booed every. I, I, okay, whatever. I think commissioners get booed, man. I think they're just David Stern got booed in the NBA. I think they're just the guy, man. Like, doesn't Goodell get fucking? I mean, he probably has the biggest reason to get booed out of all three of them. But you know, he gets booed everywhere. I mean, I guess if he was, you know, in charge when two Canadian teams left, like Canada deserves to hate him. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, Jank. But he brought one back. He did. He, did. he was probably <laughs> almost like, begrudgingly. Just, you know, two steps back, one step forward, right? 
like wouldn't you rather like wouldn't i don't know quebec really wants a team back right they're probably going to sell it every game they did so it's just not a big enough market like i think marketing wise probably but i don't know listen you saw that we were watching the florida uh tampa game today yeah That's florida's a, always a local empty. rivals playing each other and it was it was dead Florida's always dead. And something tells me there aren't a lot of pandemic restrictions in Florida, so... Nope. No, I mean, if that game was happening in Tampa, it would have been full. Florida's, even though they've yeah, got a good team now, um, they've been a tough, I feel like been a Tampa, tough draw. Tampa is not full regular season. No, Tampa's pretty good. Better, yeah, Florida's bad. Florida's Arizona's bad, but bad. Florida was really, really bad. They're better than they <laughs> have been. Yeah. But that's a fickle fan base in Miami. Completely. Hey, do you want to, like, the whole arena thing, do you want to have some kind of closing comment on that? We kind of got off on that, but what, no, what's, your, I, I what's said, your final take on that? Just that it looks bad on everyone, and I wish it wasn't a distraction. That's it. I, I usually say my bit at the beginning, and then I let you guys talk. But now since we've come back, I'll, I'll, I'll repeat myself just for you. Yeah. Yeah, it rings a bell That's now it. that you say it again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you did say that. <laughs> Maybe you said that twice even. No, I make sure I get my, my two cents in. I you can see that. my fancy agenda here with my five bullet points. I got them all. <laughs> do you want to just quickly go over the next five games? Yeah, let's Black do that. Hawks, Blackhawks, Black well, Winnipeg's keeping all things phone. constant. Yes. So we're basically on a, a way, we're on a road trip right now. Uh, so we're playing the Blackhawks on Sunday, Panthers on Tuesday, Lightning on Thursday, Hurricanes on Friday. And then the, I think the Islanders are supposed to be our first home game back on Jan 11th. We'll see if that happens. Uh, thoughts? That's a tough road trip. Yeah. Got to win in Chicago. And then if we take two points from Tampa, Florida, Carolina, I'm happy. Really? You just want two out of that three? Uh, I want, I want like, four points from the next four games. Four games. All right. I will be happy. I, I mean, Carolina is good florida is really good tampa is really good carolina is also really good we need to we need to beat chicago i would like a convincing win against chicago and then you know maybe we get some flames magic on the road and go three straight wins but i'd be happy with four points from those four games rick well yeah i mean i'd like to see more but uh i will agree that's a really hard trip that's probably those last three games and I'm yeah. guessing, is there a back-to-back in there? Uh, there is. There, there is. If Thursday, Lightning, Friday, Hurricanes. The Hurricanes might be the best team out of the three right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I think Florida might be. Could be. Any one of them, arguably. <clears throat> Those are all three really good teams. Yeah. Yeah. We can't have uh, our defense play the way they did against Florida, Light, or Tampa, or the Hurricanes. Listen, if Markstrom or our goaltending or our and he, we yeah, the he way needs we to be tonight, more confident. Toast. Yeah, he needs to be more confident. For Even sure. against a team like Chicago, we could get punished by that because they've got good players. And is, could punish. By him. the way, is Vladar on uh, COVID? He's protocol. Yeah. So he's probably on protocol for this whole trip. I read some tweet uh, from. I think he might be back soon. It's actually yeah. like some kind of uh, border thing between Canada and the U.S. Okay. Related to COVID, but it's not because he's on protocol now it's some oh. 
crossing the border thing. I saw like Ryan Pike or one of those guys tweet something. So is he going to cross the border? I don't know what his status. So we could Th- see Dustin are, Wolf. Or? These guys are coming back. That's what they're saying on broadcast tonight. Is that the Flames are coming back and then they're going to Chicago? They're leaving. I don't know, like on Saturday or something. Interesting. So I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Well, so they're probably flying right now then. Yeah. Okay. Flames probably want to. St- where were they? Yeah, they're Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, yeah. they want to stay there. Like, who probably. wants to come back? To- I guess our weather's a little better right now, but it's <laughs> fucking. Oh, you want to come home see your family? Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, well, yeah, I was asking that because maybe we see Wolf play, but probably not then. I don't um, think nah. so. I kind of want to see him play just because oh, yeah. of how well he's you, doing. I, you definitely want to see him play, but yeah. I, I don't think we will. I, I don't know. He just looks so young. Yeah, he, does he looks look so young. <laughs> Um, and I just don't want to. I don't want his first game to be freaking Tampa Bay on, away, in the middle of a whatever the hell this is. And Jesus, yeah, it's yeah. That's probably the worst game to play him in. You know what we should do? We should fly to Stockton and watch him play there. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll bring the winner of the headphones. <laughs> so two of you, or the or the headphone. Yeah. <laughs> The winners of the headphones. If you win, Jenk is going to send you these headphones in the world's largest box. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to Tetris. And I'm going to write on the box, Climate Pledge (laughs) headphones. The biggest box possible. So just remember, please send us your uh, favorite episode of the past year, your memories of the show, or your favorite Flames moment from the past year to flamesfancast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're struggling with that, you can reach out, reach out to us on Twitter. We're also at Flames Fancast on Twitter. Um, other than that, gentlemen, you have anything else you want to add? Quick shout out. We got some new subscribers. I, I've converted a few people, so uh, they know who they are. Thanks for listening. Um, please spread the, wor- spread the word because I keep getting like almost 200 listens a, an episode now. So it's um, we're... Definitely growing our niche. And remember, new people, what Jank told you will happen if you don't listen. Yeah, absolutely. He's not fucking around about that. my background has a short fuse, so please don't don't fuck with me. Right, Ty? Yeah, yeah. On that note, uh, thanks. (laughs) Thanks, uh, as always, for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Hopefully the Flames can go out there and do their best on the road. Looking forward to having hockey back. Thank you both for being with me here tonight. It was a pleasure as always. Take care of yourselves. Have a wonderful evening. Stay warm. Bye-bye.